welcome back to another episode of Bombarded. I am going to go ahead and recap last episode a real quick. Whoa. So it's Dungeon yeah. Maestro Kyle. I've been realizing <laughs> like you. I've never. I don't introduce myself at all yeah, anymore. Know. <laughs> you know what? I'm your Dungeon Maestro Kyle, and on my screen to my left uh, is. Oh, I don't know. Who's who's on left. I'm Allie. Uh, nice. Now it's me, oh. Goodrich, and me, Spurrier. Wow. And now I'll recap last episode oh. real quick. <laughs> so our bard started off by investigating that vault door and actually learning that it opens more like a drawbridge than anything else. To kill kill you or yeah to kill you <laughs> oh no they decided because of that to stand back and they repurposed an older song that was used in the tomb of the diz but after that randy had a crossbow bolt go through his illusory image mm. and saw a goblin leaning back from around the corner at the end of the secret tunnel secret uh, tunnel <laughs> but randy followed that goblin and discovered a goblin dummy set up in a chair the bards then reconvened outside of that room with the goblin dummy and it was here that yashi triggered a spiked arm trap that had an alarm bell attached to it. Now, you didn't take any damage from it. You stopped it, but the bell still did go off, and it wasn't long before the bards were approached by a goblin named Greg, oh, who wore boy. a cog cog piece. Uh, who wore a necklace with a cog around it. Let me rephrase it. Was it hanging like down that, that, that low? Jeez. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so during that, uh, during that talk altercation, uh, Randy what with him being invisible and uh-huh. with some amazing sleight of hand, managed to pilfer the pendulous pendant without rousing suspicion. Oh, that's cute. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> After that, Greg did get charmed by Yashi, and then her and Razzle used deceit to convince the goblins to make an attack against the kobolds. While the goblins went to do that, you bards took a short rest, identified the items in the chest, and it wasn't long until the goblins came hastily retreating back, goblin Greg perishing at the hands of fire being flung at him as he retreated. Oh, he perished? Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, bye, bye. Okay. Um, bye, Greg. He was the evil Greg, we'll say. So, hooray, sure. we did it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But then calling from around the corner, you heard Kobold Greg. And uh, you eventually made your way around to talk to him. And after some discussion, Kobold Greg noticed the instruments in your hands and, and decided that he would be glad to get you an audience with Minoxus if you could display your proficiency in your art. Mm. You delivered. You played him a song. You let him know, hey, we're good musicians. And Kobold Greg instructed you to use the cog that you had gotten from Goblin Greg in the lintel above you. And he went and flew to the lintel above him, each of them having another one of those inserts for the cogs. Mm-hmm. The cogs working in tandem caused a portion of the wall on the north side of this uh, combat-converted dining hall to open. You three and Greg started skipping your way down the hallway. We pick up there, Greg leading the way, and you've noticed that two normal-looking kobolds are bringing up the rear, and they seem to be chatting about something in Draconic, but at the end of the hallway is a vault door, identical to the trap vault door that you experienced at the entrance of this old, decrepit vault, but Greg turns to you and he holds out his hand and says, Please, the, the other cog. Oh, I mean, can I just hang on to it? I, okay. I really <laughs> like it. It's That's shiny fine. We, and... we need to use it again. Just just give it a moment. Just put it in there. So put it in right now? Yes. And he goes over and he points out where the cog fits into the door, actually. And he come puts on. his in and he just steps back from it for a moment. Come on, come on. And I put mine on. in, too. <laughs> yeah, That's what I do. It. It. So That's right. Do you, uh, do you come around here often? Uh, what? Like, do you live nearby? Oh no! No, look, dude. Oh, she's, I'm just, she's spoken for. So I mean, I, no, that I misunderstand. <laughs> trust me. Once you see Minoxus, you'll understand where my preferences lie. Uh, oh my! And uh, then you finally hear this like audible click come from the door. He's like, oh, that's, 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 that's the time. He goes over and he says, "Go ahead and, and turn yours." 
And he puts his hand on it to turn it. Three, two, one. Yeah, you'll turn it in tandem. And uh, so, like, are there any? I mean, just while we're doing this, um, <laughs> oh, you know, go. I just want to be. <laughs> I just want to be turning it slowly okay, while okay, y'all talk. Yeah, yeah, I just want to be. You know, I want to make a good impression on Minoxus and stuff. Is there any like, you know, maybe weak points we should like steer clear of to not? You know, I don't want to offend anybody by like touching the wrong. We don't want to uh, like fall into one of their. Yeah, their like I just don't want to hurt them. Or no, uh, Minoxus has no weaknesses. Uh, she is that, quite that, infallible. That you know oh. of, right? I mean, yeah. that he's willing to admit. It sounds like you know. Maybe you are Minoxus's weak spot. You know oh. what I mean? Wink, oh. Oh. wink, wink. Oh. Nudge, nudge. And uh, you, it's weird seeing like a scaly green kobold blush, but he does. Yeah. He's like, oh, thank you. All right, well, let's crank this out. Here oh, yes, we go. Yes, yes, yes. Let's finish and get this, this door actually open. It opens up and it opens inward. And it reveals this large old vault. It's impressive in size, even to you, Razzle, having seen the vaults of Rock Deep. But it is overgrown with vegetation, and it is filled with a loud torrential sound of a waterfall. And you can actually hear that coming from the right as you enter. And you can see over on the right side of this large vault, there is a giant part of a lake. It looks like it cuts off at the wall. Some of the rock there, the natural rock that's still there, has crumbled and uh, fallen away. The room is faintly lit by beams of moonlight. It was nighttime when you went in, still nighttime, but these beams of moonlight pass through uh, some medium-sized holes in the ceiling, revealing that there are foundational outlines where there were different rooms or sub-vaults built within this one main vault. You notice in the center of these, there are small hills of flowering shrubbery and vines that fill the sub-vaults and spread out, consuming the floor and making their way up the walls, stopping just short of the ceiling. Razzle, I want you to give me a nature check real quick. Yeah, okay. And you can add your stone knowledge uh, since you're a dwarf. All right, so I add my proficiency twice, and that would be, ooh, a 19 plus 8. You can tell that the damage in the roof, those holes that led either moonlight or sunlight, depending on the time of day, uh-huh. filter through, uh, they look to be more recent than the degradation you're seeing of the stone around those foundations that are on the floor. Uh, and the waterfall, too? Like, the waterfall's newer or it's older? The, the waterfall looks older, yeah. Gotcha. It looks like it's been a long time that this waterfall has been pouring in here. And I think to myself, hmm, the river does indeed flow where the mountain leads. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, Greg continues to lead you through uh, the tangled weave of plants toward a mound on the far side of the vault. And as you make your way, I want you all to give me a perception check. I got a five. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Episode 75. (laughs) I'm just in my element, man. I'm just like ready to go. Let's do it. You're on top of it. So there are moments when you're walking that it feels like you're walking across natural earth, you know, the buildup of vegetation here. But as you're walking by one of these foundational outlines, you notice you're passing by where you would imagine a door typically being. When you walk over it, you feel something extremely solid. Oh, oh, stop. And Greg's like, hey, Floor feels weird right here. Also, and I go over the stonework things. Sorry, uh, I just noticed this floor. Can I like move stuff out of the way to see what's underneath us? Yeah, you move some of the vegetation to the side and you notice that there's like uh, iron doors that are like lying on the ground and you're walking across one of these iron doors that you immediately imagine were the door to these sub vaults. Okay, hey Greg, what happened to all these sub vaults that are broken and stuff? Like when Monoxus moved in, they just like, bye, and I want to just take out this wall. You know how people sometimes remodel houses. And- it's a more modern, open old breathing space. <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah. So- It's a possibility, but I, I do not question the whim of uh, the lady. Okay. 
So, Alrighty. <laughs> uh, Greg continues walking, and he stops uh, a good ways away from this large mound on the other side of the vault, and he begins to speak in a very nervous, draconic you know what, Allie? I tell you what, I'll say that your comprehend languages that you cast, you're probably in the last five minutes of it. Sweet. The kobolds that you heard earlier, they were just talking about like, oh man, we get to see Minoxus. How cool is that? <laughs> uh, they're jazzed about it. Yeah. But uh, you hear Greg step forward and he says, my wondrous and, and powerful Minoxus, as the true Greg of your humble <laughs> servants, I bring you musicians as a gift to reaffirm my allegiance to you and your whims. I... I hope this gift would have you consider ascending our people to even a fraction of your might and glory. And out of nowhere, you hear a voice in Draconic fill this chamber. Again, Yashi, you're the only one who understands this. You hear, You have finally bested the false Greg and have earned your audience with me. On top of this, you bring the gift of performers. This bodes well for you, Greg. Now, Silence. I uh, turn to the guys and say, take a bow, take a bow. Uh-huh. Oh, Let's okay. bow with me. Let's take uh-huh. a bow. Uh-huh. We're, okay. we're being yes. introduced. Bowing. Hello, Hello there, Hello. ma'am. Greg's like, yes, yes, bow, bow. Oh, <laughs> but also be quiet because she wants silence. Okay. The voice oh, changes oh. from speaking draconic to common. Oh, and you hear, <laughs> performers of this land, what brings you to the lair of Minoxus, the hushed slayer? You may speak. And, Kaya, we can't see Minoxus yet, right? Would you like to give me a perception check? Well, sure. Oh, that would be the Minoxus is all around us. Okay, that's better than last time. That's a 19 plus 4. Okay. You realize that Minoxus were the friends you made along the way. <laughs> <laughs> Randy, you notice this large mound that he's facing. You notice it kind of rises and falls Ooh. as it's breathing. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're looking for a key. That. You start mentioning a, a key, and you see this huge mound of vegetation in front of you begin to stir, rising further toward the ceiling. A long, scaled neck arches as a mossy cloak falls to the ground. You see a crest begin to rise on the back of the neck as the head of Monoxus appears. Her crest reaches to the tip of her nose, which sits above a cross-bitten jaw. The shifted jaw opens slightly, revealing a long, forked, and black-speckled tongue that begins to lash around. You notice her legs are marked with wounds that have scabbed over and cause the, the spectrum of green scales to form ridges that look almost like mountain ranges. She stretches her wings out, revealing nicks and cuts around the ends, and she settles into place. And I, I want you to give me a perception check, everyone. Oh, so much perceiving. Uh, 15. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> no, 14. So as Minoxus kind of settles into place, you notice her nostrils flare up a couple times and she kind of looks at each of you a little bit and she says, Most of my kind scoff at entertaining guests, but when the guests are the ones entertaining, then I am more inclined to be generous with my time. Is that what it is? You come to me with entertainment and and trade for a part of my treasure hoard. Yes. Yes. Most certainly. That sounds right. Yes. Yes. Greg, you have done well to bring them to me. So, the key, you say? Yeah. What does this key look like? Uh, do you know? What do you, what do you think it looks like? Do you have anything around here that is, like, key-like? Do you have a keychain, maybe? I am not here to entertain the guesses as to what you seek. Okay. Oh. Does the oh. word Lyarion mean anything to you? <laughs> <laughs> 
bless you. As well, I have not heard, no. <laughs> oh, okay. That's fine. Ooh, what about <laughs> Delarim? Do you know a Delarim by any chance? Or a Daris Murr? I know not his name. Well, how about your coolest, biggest, most awesome key? Unless this is Indiana Jones rules and it's like the most plain looking key. I'm not really sure. Well, what if we play a really swell song and maybe you just let us look at all the keys you have? Because it might like jump out at us once we see it. I think it's one of those you'll know it when you see it kind of things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Her tongue kind of flicks around and says, yes, yes, a song, a song. And then key. Then perhaps you can pour through my horse. Sweet. What you're looking for. Perfect, yeah. Awesome. That would be great. Let's do it. Do you have any requests, topics, genres? What are you into? You know, we're happy to please, especially mm-hmm. someone as grand and majestic as yourself. So. Oh, yeah. Ooh, little one, you speak well. Thank you. you speak well of the Noxus. <laughs> Continue speaking well of the Noxus. I reign from the land of Ireland. Move now to Beatsar to find a larger realm to hold dominion over. Speak of my glory, how I have wasted the Boxmore tribe and moved on from there. Wait, wait, wait. Rewind. Can you say all that again? You're from (laughs) Ireland, and then what did you say about that tribe? I just, I'm taking notes and I want to be really specific. What did you do to them? Well, Let's just say that they could not hold up to the might of the Hust Slayer. And now, their kind. Yes, yes. Maybe not all their kind. <laughs> will be a problem for me no more. I mean... Were you a problem for me? No, I'm like super easy breezy beautiful. Uh, so no I can deal. see your color, girl. <laughs> you, you got it. Um, but I have heard whispers, mostly in um, you know this dwarven town, that like the tribe's still out there thriving, apparently. So I was just I wasn't sure if this was like a recent thing or like a long time ago. Thrive no more. But, like, when did this happen? Like, last week? 200 years ago. Does not matter. Uh, well, all right, fine. We'll leave it at that. Okay. So, a song. Yep. The glory of Monoxus. Sweet. I think we've got our title. Any yeah. specific key that really, like, <laughs> oh my ear? God. Yeah, is there, like, a resonant frequency that kind of tickles the dragon's innards? Probably you know? D for dragon. Oh, for boy. dragon. <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. Oh. Do you like it a little happier or a little, like, more mysterious sounding? Uh, Mysterious Monoxus. Okay, okay. And Monoxus kind of steps off of this mound, like moving a little bit closer. Getting about like, you know, like 40-ish feet away and kind of lowering her massive head. Like, I must hear this as close as I'm willing to get. Okay. Lay now for me perfectly. And kobolds, Greg, go fetch them the drinks. And you see Greg say, yeah. Yes, yes, Minoxus. Yes, my lady. I told you not to call me that. <laughs> we'll have them prepared for when you're done. Ooh, uh, we'll hang out in the green room. It'll be great. Okay, cool. This is <laughs> one big green room, yes. Uh, get it? Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> you're comedians, yes? Yes. Yes, the Minoxus, they're comedians. Oh, yes, go, Greg. All right, bye. Begin your performance. And her head just rests right in front of you, waiting. Let's roll some chord dice. Hooray.
All right, I know that we're already in the core dice. We're going to do a new song and everything. But I was thinking, <laughs> what if we just did the Melvin song, but just went about Monoxus? Like, you know, it's not Spyro or Trogdor or Mushu or Smog or blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Do it. Let's list off a bunch of dragons. We can stop right now and you can say, that's what we do. And we'll just move on with the story. So <laughs> Yashi, Tempting. I think. Think needs to make the call because I know Yashi has probably conflicting emotions about yeah this. Got some of that dragon beef going on. I, yeah. <laughs> I feel like Yashi's gonna have a hard time being like real positive about this dragon at this point. Right, so right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, unless we can work in like you know something else into the chorus or something to little passive aggressive. Yeah. aggressive. Yeah. <laughs> uh. All right. I mean, who knows? Maybe mentioning a bunch of dragon names other than Monoxus might actually just piss her off. Uh, yeah, I don't think we should do <laughs> we that. Could do like Monoxus the mediocre and wow. then it's like wow. here's all these other better dragons it's like no nah, no nah, not any of these great dragons it's just Monoxus oh, just no. Monoxus just Monoxus <laughs> <laughs> no honorifics oh, just man. Monoxus oh no well I think the key will be to just make this song because I think the whole point of this is to maybe avoid combat with Monoxus I don't know that'd be cool it yeah. might be for the best <laughs> so, yeah if we're trying to do that I guess we can see maybe uh, we'll just see so we'll just make a new song though. Hooray, it's the chord dice. Yeah. Um, it's fine. <laughs> it's been nice so far. Keep her yeah. happy. Why not? What could go wrong? We'll save that song for if we do get into combat. We'll sing it while we like try to slash her up. There we go. Yeah. yeah. It'll get us all beefed up. And yeah. then we'll just sing about Melvin like, man, actually Melvin's <laughs> way better than you anyways, Monoxus. So uh-huh. it's Melvin. And then Melvin shows up and saves the day. Yeah. Oh, slays man. the freaking uh-huh. dragon. Oh boy. He winds up being the third one that went through the time. Uh-huh. Jump. Like, oh, oh, chaos, oh, uh, oh, well, maybe, now, Kyle, now you can't use that. I, uh, no, no, no. <laughs> No, I already couldn't use it. What if Melvin did his wild magic and now he's a dragon? It'd be perfect because oh, he just take and home and we just get to watch him. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, enough of that. Let's talk about this song. Uh, D for dragon. Dragon. And Dra- maybe Dorian for dragon. Dorian for dragon. Oh, okay. She did say mysterious, so that kind of fits uh-huh. the bill. So. All right. So I'll roll for that. Here we go. We've got uh, four, six, and seven. So in okay. D, Dorian would be. G major, B diminished? Yes. B diminished. B diminished, and then C major. And of course, D minor. I guess, well, uh, okay, here's another big question. Magic song? Not magic song? Right. Do we just want a 360 no scoper with our song? Like, oh no. What if if instead, just because, yeah, if we we did magic on Monoxus and that failed, that could be really bad. I mean, it would have to fail for it to be bad, Spurry. Yeah, yeah. But what if we did it like, more is we like kind of factor the key in there because we hopefully Minox is going to show us the keys, but maybe the song can like what? help narrow the keys down. Right. I mean, it's clear Minoxus is a jerk. So oh, you're talking about the key we're here to the find. Magic. Not yeah. Sorry, 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 sorry. Okay. The uh, key that we are on a quest <laughs> for. Yeah. About? Sorry, sorry, yeah. sorry. Yeah. Okay. So like, like light up the key or or show or us something the key or make it evident to us or yeah, something like Little that. Yeah, the story key. in the, the key song. For Cusco. Yeah, Cusco's key. <laughs> well, she could also be lying. Like none of us have rolled. Inside on her too. Yeah. So. No, you have not. Wow. Nice insurance policy. Uh, yeah. So logic um, drums. Yeah. Well, in that case, Kyle, uh, a D seven, yes. please. You got it. Uh, that is a five. Okay. So good old electronic drums, and then uh, a D five. Uh, that's a five. Also a five. Julian with his modern house. Sweet. That newfangled house music. <laughs> Kids with <laughs> your newfangled <laughs> house music. Uh, and then a D eight twice. Okay. One. 
2. Okay, 1, so a little behind the times, it's Furious 4 rather than Furious 9, but that's okay. And then we're <laughs> right. going to be going higher and higher, like a dragon in the sky. Oh. Um, yeah. <laughs> yes. So, uh, and then a coin flip from whoever would like to provide Got it. that. Oh, geez. Tails. All right, so like we'll a stick- dragon tail. Like a dragon tail. Dragon tails. We'll stick dragon with Echotronics. Oh, wait, it's Veggie Tails. <laughs> that is Veggie Tails. It's fine. There was a show called Dragon Tails. I remember, oh, yes. So uh, here, I'll get Google to do a D93 for us. That's uh, beep, beep, bop, boop. 66. Scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. That is Redline. Oh, jeez. Oh, <laughs> man, I remember that energy drink. Yeah. Oh. Oh, yeah, oh, straight to the eyes. Straight into your eyeballs. Yeah. Going to Chicago will never be the same. It's like, Kyle, I think the road's moving. I need you to drive now. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yikes. Oh, man. Uh, good times in the Yukon. Okay. Well, <laughs> in that case, let's write a fun song that does many things and probably yeah. works. Cool. Yeah. Y'all get after it. And for those of you at home, I'll talk to you in a second. Hey everyone, it's your Dungeon Maestro Kyle here. Just want to give you that big thank you that I normally do and say what a delight it is to have you here. Can I offer you any sugar for your tea or cream for your coffee? Whichever you prefer, let me know. Anyway, I'm going to get on to what we got going on in this middle bit because I'm excited to let you know about the sponsor that we have for today's episode and that sponsor is The Travel Log. Now, the Travelog is a D&D location lore podcast, and each week, the hosts, Lily and Steven, are going to cover a new area of the map of Faerun and cover the canonical lore and a brief history of the area. So, they also provide suggestions of what they would run as quests there in the location that they cover and what characters they would create for the area or from the area. So, think of it as the audiobook for your D&D session prep, which I would really appreciate. One thing that always intimidated me with running uh, campaign settings like Faerun is just all the lore that goes into it and not just not knowing something. New episodes drop every Wednesday on all major podcast platforms. So I had Goody roll up some drums on Pat for the travelogue. And uh, you know what? Let's go ahead and just uh, sing out a little jingle right now real quick. Ooh, digging that groove good one to tell you a little bit about the travelogue. Now three, two, one, let's jam. They're gonna tell you about Amon Thay. They're gonna tell you about Chult and Haldra. They're gonna tell you about Kalimjan and Cormir and all the other places far and near. You are a DM. You need some D&D lore. A little session prep du jour. Check out the travelogue. So yeah, check out the travelogue wherever you get your podcasts and get prepped for your sessions in the realm of Faerun. So, we got a new month, which means we have a new organization that we're going to be donating to. And since we know there's a lot happening in our world right now, there's a lot going on out there, we're going to be doing two organizations, which means 10% of what we make as a podcast this month will go to one, and 10% will go to the other. So, the first is an organization that we have personally worked with in the past, and that is the Refugee Services of Texas, or RST. RST is a social service agency dedicated to providing assistance to refugees and other displaced persons fleeing persecution, as well as to the communities that welcome them. RST also supports them in integrating and thriving in their new communities. And if you want to learn more about RST, go ahead and visit rstx.org. The second organization for this month is the AFIA Center, which is a reproductive justice organization in North Texas founded and directed by black women. 
The AFIA Center is transforming the lives, health, and overall well-being of black women and girls by providing refuge, education, and resources, all while acting to ignite the communal voices of black women, resulting in the full achievement of reproductive freedom. If you want to learn more about the AFIA Center, that's spelled A-F-I-Y-A, check out the AFIA Center, T-H-E-A-F-I-Y-A, center.org. All right, our upcoming schedule. We're back to normal releases now. We're just going every other week. Episode 76 is going to be out on September 21st. Episode 77 will be out on October 5th. Other than that, our Die Hard Die promo code is now just bombarded. So use that to save 10% on any of your orders at checkout. And other than that, you know our social media, at BombardedCast, hashtag BardCast. Uh, website, www.bombardedcast.com. Patreon.com forward slash BombardedCast for all of our extra goodies. Uh, Allie and I do a, a snack podcast with Symbol and Yashi trying out different snacks. If that sounds like something you'd like, head on over to check that out. And thank you to my Patreon producers, Kay Best, Calvin Horatio, Pat Tang Bizgar, and Jake Bianchi. You four, take it easy. The rest of you, thank you again for joining me. Now let's hear this song that they play for this dragon. I'll catch y'all later. Okay. So the song is complete. We've written it. Uh, <laughs> but as we were talking about in the middle bit, we did realize that Monoxus could have been lying about, uh, well, pretty everything? much everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which became more and more clear the more we were writing lyrics. So You as players, yes, but did your characters. No. Obviously. So, so, <laughs> so, so oh, how no. we were thinking about we could get into the song is... Could I roll an insight check on Monoxus that happens right before we start playing so I could be like, oh, this feels like a bad idea, <laughs> but just to Yeah, know. yeah, go ahead and I tell you what, Razzle, go ahead and okay. roll an insight check. Oh, no. And that's an insight on everything she's said so well, far, right? Nope. <laughs> oh. Don't worry about it. It's a two plus ten. Oh, no. So... <laughs> Okay. Monoxus uh, is sitting nearby, watching you eagerly from about thirty feet away, kind of just eyeing you. You're tuning up a little bit, kind of giving a side <laughs> eye over. And you're like, oh, no. mm-hmm. well, seems above board to me. Okay. Oh boy. Uh, here's a song. <laughs> here's a song by us, Chaos Us. I hope you really like it. For yeah. you, Monoxus. You really, really like it. Yeah. Uh, mm. We won't say anything more about it. Here we go. <laughs> All big and green In the air or just lying there It's hard not to be seen Oh, Monoxus, oh, oh, Monoxus Must be real tough With a mouth of fire, things sure get dire When you start to huff and puff So shut up, it's what you're all about It's what we need The real you Help us to break through Cause you're the key oh, yeah. So shut up, it's what you're all about It's what we need What you're all about It's what we need The real you Helps to break through Cause you're the key Whoa. So shine up It's what you're all about It's what we need To break free The real you Helps to break through Cause you're the key Oh yeah 
right. So you're playing your song. All the while, like as soon as you start playing, Noxus kind of unsettles and begins to kind of circle. Circle. Just watching and listening slowly, you know, stopping every once in a while, listening into the verse. <laughs> well, are we like awkwardly like turning to meet her face? Like this isn't like are a you? surround sound performance. Playing. I kind of think are you we should. As you play, yeah, we're doing little side steps. It's kind of like those old school Beatles things where like they had the stage that would turn like every oh, song, yes. and but, so we're just yeah. doing that in real time. And, yeah, yeah, with her, so that we're facing her, so she can't get. I don't know, I'm worried <laughs> after knowing what the song is, uh, and you got how like the verses are like to Monoxus, but like the chorus is like to the key. Yeah, yes. talking about how cool and big she is, yeah. how tough, how frightening, uh-huh. how, <laughs> you know, like she has like battle scars to show. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I got all Okay, yeah. good, 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 good. The oh, chorus <laughs> seems to have some kind of directive or yes. influence upon uh, the, the metaphysical world. Sure. Yes. So what I'm going to do is with that, I am going to give you a 60% chance of success regarding Ooh. the key aspect of it. Wonderful. So do y'all want 60 high or 60 low? Uh, 60 high? I don't know. 60 high. Okay. Yeah. All right. We're looking for high numbers high here. High numbers. High numbers, y'all. What are we going to get? What are we going to get? Money, big, so big high money. like a dragon in the sky. I got a 28. Oh, no. Oh, we, said, we said 60 low, though. I'm pretty sure. Listen to the tape, man. Uh, roll low. a deception check. You oh, did. No. So your magic just kind of... It looks like there's light trying to break out of your magic, like some kind of, you know, daylight. But it keeps getting consumed by the oval-like shape of your magic. And it kind of just disperses into a puddle, seeping into the vegetation on the ground. Oh, okay. And Monoxus kind of looks a little like... Above. She gives you an <laughs> odd look once she sees magic begin to pour forth from your instrument. You see her eyes narrow. And she says... What is this trickery you tried to pull? Oh no, so trickery is just the light show. It's just part of the thing thing that we do. I give you. I welcome you to my house. Your backhanded compliments are not welcome here. What are you talking about? You see her take a big deep breath and she says, Also, it's not fire. And she emits this. You don't actually see anything from her mouth, but you see like ripples upon the air as something just pours forth from her mouth. And I need you all to roll initiative. Oh, and there it is. Also, <laughs> I also need you to roll a constitution save. Razzle, you have advantage on it because it's poison based. Hooray. I got a 15 for my save. I got a 17 for my save. I got an 18 for my save and 18 for the initiative. Oh, I got 11 for initiative. And I got an 8 for initiative. Okay. So this gas, this invisible gas just pours over out of Monoxus's mouth towards you in this cone-like shape, rippling upon the air. Yashi, you're the only one who didn't get above a 16 on your Oof. constitution ah. save. Oh, no. So you're going to take full damage on this, and the rest will take half. So, Yashi, you take 41 poison damage oh. as you're, as you feel like your eyes start to kind of like feel lazy. You start to feel tired. Your muscles start to contract as you breathe this deep in. Razzle and Randy, you'll only take 20 poison damage. You're kind of like yeah. closing your nose and fighting it off, staving it off. Razzle, you do a pretty good job considering you're a dwarf. Ugh. And first up in initiative order is going to be Randy. Monoxus is standing about maybe 30 feet away from you. 
Well, I guess just to get things going, I'm gonna just say to myself, cool shield bro, and uh, get my shield brooch activated just for any sort of help I can have. Dope. And so yeah, I'm gonna pull up my organ and uh, cast a little polymorph, like so. (laughs) Here we go. Randy's gonna turn into an ape. Gonna reach up to the sky. Randy's gonna turn into an ape. Totally nude except a tie. <laughs> so I start to transform, and you see a delightfully big uh, red tie with a big D and a K show up on it. And oh, no. uh, I'm going to become a giant ape. Oh, jeez. Which is also a huge beast. Awesome. Um, Finally got some Godzilla v. Kong going on right. in Bombarded. Beautiful. And I guess that's my action. So I'm just going to hang out as a giant ape for right now. Heck yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, that's good. That's a good move. Good, solid move. Okay. Well, uh, Randy, you stay in place. You've changed. You've uh, activated your shield brooch. So your AC is now a 12, but with the brooch, it's 14. Oh, so uh, I get to keep the brooch since it's like a separate, like, floating thing yeah. or whatever. Oh, yeah, I'll <laughs> let you keep that. Thanks, uh, Kyle. And <laughs> you've got a bunch of hit points, which is well, great yeah, for this yeah. encounter. I was going to say that I rolled for it, so I have 167 oh, HP. Oh, nice. Yours. That's 10 more than the average. So, uh-huh. uh, so not too shabby. Not so. too shabby. Okay, well. Well then, uh, if that's the case, you three hear Greg jump around the corner. He's like, now, my lady. And Minox just goes, yes. And he looks over at this new ape. He's like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> he's going to cast Charm Person on Randy. Randy, I am going to need you to give me a charisma, s- or no, a wisdom saving throw. I thought Greg was getting drinks. Greg must not have put too much effort into those drinks. He wasn't actually going to get drinks, uh, believe it or not. Uh, he was getting out of the way of the potential breath attack. Greg. Uh, so that is an <laughs> 11 plus 2. Okay, you start to feel the effects, but you shake it off as the charm person holds no sway over you. Hooray. And he's like, how dreadful. And I make uh, the DK sound and her, 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 whatever it is. So. <laughs> and that is going to end his turn. You notice that Greg and the other two kobolds, they're about like 30 feet away from you around the corner of one of the foundations. It's kind of just tall enough to where you can like hide behind it. So uh, that is Greg the Kobold's turn, and we now go to Razzle Dazzles. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Well, I've been thinking about this a lot ever since the possibility of encountering a dragon had come up, mm-hmm. and I think we've avoided it a long time, maybe as much as we could have as a podcast. Uh-oh. But, Kyle, I would like to, as a bard, roll to charm this dragon. Not full-on <laughs> seduction, as, you know, the trope would imply, but I want to roll like a persuasion roll to be like, hey, come on. The lights we did, it was just like a fun little showmanship thing. We <laughs> want to be friends. We have no intention of... I'm going to let you make an intelligence check real quick oh. before you commit to this. Okay. <laughs> or actually make it a wisdom check. Okay. 10 plus 2. Okay. You found yourself in many altercations in the past. This one does not seem like something you are going to easily be able to talk your way out of. I'm not saying it's impossible, uh-huh. but you better roll really damn good. So <laughs> if you're gonna if you're gonna use your turn to do this, uh, okay, I still am going to. I, this is my best skill is persuasion. I have a plus twelve. Okay. Do you have your inspiration? I have an inspiration roll, like just a straight up inspiration from Kyle that I could use to re-roll this if I have to. That's just an so idea. I have the time to do it. All we'll right. See. So it's a. Ooh, a 
it's an 18 plus 12. Come on, Kyle. Nice. A 30's got to do something. Come on, come on, come on. Okay. A little bit of be fun, right? It'll what do fun. you say? What do I say? I want to know what, you, what you're saying. What do I say? Uh, oh, oh, okay. Uh, uh, <laughs> okay, give me one second. I will be right back. I have to go grab something. I will. I'll be right back. So I'll be, BRB. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Bye. Do it, do Talk it. Talk amongst yourselves. So, I mean, this kind of thing happening is why I love D&D so much. Uh-huh. Um, I'm going to let you two know, and you the listener, that this is a nearly impossible DC, which is set at a 30. Oh, so right. <laughs> he had a 10% chance of getting this right. <laughs> nice. Okay. Well, so, okay. meets and beats. Oh, he's back. Yeah. Meets and beats. So, yeah. okay. Huh? I've got my copy of The Hobbit. And what I say to uh, Monoxus is... Gonna find it. Uh, yes. Oh, Monoxus, <laughs> the tremendous. Truly, songs and tales fall utterly short of the reality. Oh, Monoxus, the chiefest and greatest of calamities. Uh, oh, no. And then, and the, oh, and then as I continue to look upon her glory, I say, dazzlingly marvelous, perfect, flawless, <laughs> staggering. Uh, oh boy. Well. <laughs> We really must not detain your magnificence any longer because we've got to go. And all we wanted was the key and also to gaze upon your beauty, which is so beautiful. And also, um, I'm, I'm not dragging you along. <laughs> yes, you are so beautiful to me. Can't you see? And so on and so forth. And I go on to compliment this dragon because according to The Hobbit, you know, you got to dish out compliments, but also saying like... Give me compliments. <laughs> All of this in the span of six seconds. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's just, fine. So okay. does that do it for us? <laughs> Oh boy. Does that help at all? I'm going to say this. Yashi, you are next. What are you going to do having seen Razzle just dish out a serving of platitudes towards this (laughs) dragon? How are you going to react? What are you going to do, Yashi? Because you are next, and then it is Monoxus. So okay. <laughs> ruin everything. Yashi can tell that uh, Razzle's struggling. He, yeah, you Razzle know, he, is frantically just throwing out compliments. Obviously, and, you know, he's not as suave as Yashi is with the words when talking to the ladies. Um, but you had a song that just cost us his battle. You <laughs> let me write it. Um, <laughs> so with that being said, I think I'm going to hold an action. Okay. So I want to use Scorching Ray. Oh, no. If it succeeds. I, well, no, if it fails. If it succeeds, we'll see what happens. But if yeah. she's like, nah, you're not a player. I'm not <laughs> here for it. Then, uh, oh, come on. This is like the you know charming part about it, right? It's like, yeah, oh, he's yeah, trying. Yeah. Dude, it I'm, works for you, know, you and Tabitha. Whatever. I have some <laughs> confidence, but not right. enough to not hold an action. So Give I'm going to. confidence. So I'm going to go ahead and hold Scorching Ray. Okay. If this does fail then I want to use two rays and target both of her feet, one on each foot. Okay, yeah. She conjures up such a hot foot spell. Right? The third ray, I want to hit all of that plant growth on the ground where those mounds are. Okay, yeah. And just be able to burn all that up. Can do. Start a little little forest fire. Oh, jeez. Since it's my circlet, I want to rage as my bonus action just to do it. Okay. 
I'll go ahead and pop a rage. Pop um, a rage. <laughs> <laughs> pop a roach. That's like a mix enemy. of pop a roach and rage against the machine. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's better. Yeah. You got yeah. it. Yeah. 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 And uh, yeah, set that scorching ray up. I'm just gonna have my hands like on my uh, face, like what's that? Like thing? TN doing solar flares. Yes, yeah, yeah, just ready oh to gosh. go. Uh. Starting to sweat a little with like you know not knowing what's gonna happen next. Just like oh my god. Okay, okay. so okay, you're it. prepped. No, that's my turn. You're ready to go. Monoxus takes a moment after hearing Razzle's kind, kind words mm-hmm. and stops and says, Craig, hold your people. This one knows how to rule. Uh-oh. Yes, I like the words, the honey-dipped words on <laughs> your lips. Sweet, sultry, hair-covered lips. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> kind of flicks around a little bit and says, Truly, you're not here. Slay me. Uh, no, absolutely not. How could we slay such a beautiful creature as yourself? Just the scales and be a crime against nature. I, uh, I'm sure. telling you. <laughs> yes, Randy, help me out here. <laughs> um, I can't actually speak this. You just uh, hear this in in your mind in the voice of Randy. Yeah, yeah. You're just sitting there going AMC, AMC. No, no. <laughs> But we do hear Randy, like, you know, grunt like an ape. And it's like, see, he agrees. And my friend Yashi also, all of us are just astounded. You see the crest on Monoxus. uh, It was like full frill and everything. And it kind of relaxes. She looks and she looks down. She says, if it's not my life you're here for, and it's not my treasure, and truly is one item, Uh then perhaps I may let you search through my heart. Uh, that's okay. I think we'll just look for the key. Oh, that's <laughs> what I said. Oh, oh no. <laughs> uh, yes. So if you don't mind, well, yeah, we're just, just look, we're just looking for a key. Um, can I? I want to still do my scorching ray, but wow, no. I want to. I want to shoot them up out of the holes and be like fireworks. Okay. It's a, you're a beautiful dragon. Okay, you're, it's love. You can totally do that. Okay. And I intro this by saying, and anything that happens after this is because we're happy. Okay. Yeah. It's a Celebration of you. Celebration of Monoxus. Everyone is celebrating. Greg, actually go get drinks this time. Okay. <laughs> I point up and I say, the beauty of love. And I shoot out <laughs> my rays into the sky. The burning fire of passion. Oh, no. Monoxus, so cute. Uh, kind of walks back to her initial mound. And she looks down at you and says, I've poured through my horse several times. Okay. Watch your tongue, Vox Mort. Wait, what? You're lucky that I smell the blood of your tribe and do not lose my temper, Vox Mort. Excuse me? What are you talking I'm not even even like part of a tribe. I'm just out here on the road, walking around. Well, maybe it's like how, you know, mosquitoes are attracted to like different people's blood, I think. I'm actually not sure about how that works. Uh, Okay. Yes, your tribe is quite tasty. Hey, uh, let's get it clear. I mean, like, my, you know, I'm only even, like, half folk smart. I mean, if that's the tribe you're talking about, I could be wrong, but I, I don't even know those people. Like, I was taken away. I don't... I cannot put your words anymore. Okay, sorry. Uh, <laughs> Search through. Take nothing but your key. Okay. Anything more, and you will meet your end. Got it. Understood. Noted. Where's the way out, by the way? How do we get out of here once we have it? Well, I don't want to go back through Greg, the whole dungeon. Take care of this. <laughs> she goes and Carl's rapping. Greg comes in and says, Well, uh, you could either make your way out the way you came, or perhaps the pond over there, you could swim out. That actually goes under and 
you will come out at a, at a waterfall and be in one of the places you'll end up if you go through Minoxus's maze. Oh, jeez. The okay. maze? There's a maze we have to go through? Yes, there's two directions. One that leads to seemingly nowhere and the other that leads to the front door. Cool. Oh. So it's that or just walk back? It is very cool. Okay. Minoxus is a genius I like guess, that. Yeah, I guess we'll just go back through the other way. It'll be fine. <laughs> so the drinks, would you prefer some tea or we have fresh water, of course, or uh, I could bring you the blood of the goblins that we slayed. What? <laughs> no, what a thank treat. you. It can uh, hydrate you and is quite full of iron. That is I already prob- drank some goblin blood today, so like just some water, I think, ah, for very me. Good. Yeah, very good. I'm a little what? full on that. <laughs> okay, water oh, Roll a deception check. Uh, unless, <laughs> <No>. unless, <laughs> wait, wait. It's a 12 plus 2. <laughs> very good. Very okay. Good. Good premium choice. Uh-huh. Just water for me. I will fetch some waters while you peruse the wares of Minoxus's lair. Cool. So investigation checks all around? or Yeah, yeah. Y'all start like scouring over and investigating things. I guess I should probably stop being a giant ape at I this mean, point. So maybe. Your call. Maybe I'll stay. I don't know. <laughs> I do have my like mental faculties about yeah. me, so I'll, maybe, maybe I'll hang out for now. Well, you'll be good if we need to move like large piles of things. That's, so you, you know, that's that. a good point. So I'll stay. And you have opposable thumbs, so it's even better. <laughs> even better. Mm-hmm. I was just going to go ahead and use detect magic and yeah. see if it shines from below. It's not a bad idea. Yeah. You'll do that. The other two can investigate. Let me whip out my bongos. Okay. Um, I got a 10 plus 2. Uh, 16 plus 3. Okay. All right. Well, uh, detect Magic. Detect. Magic. Yeah. So you two begin investigating, and uh, you're looking around, and you you notice that there are glints, like catching the moonlight that's pouring through here underneath these mounds of moss, and you're easily able to move them back. It's like that moss cloak that fell off Minoxus. Underneath, you see several different piles of coin and a couple of pieces of equipment and gems littered about in these different foundational areas. You would have to spend time counting it if you wanted to know how much copper, silver, gold, and platinum there are. You can tell there's 14 gems, and there's like four pieces of equipment, which, Yashi, once you finish casting Detect Magic, you can tell every single piece of equipment that these two find in their investigation all have a magical essence to them. Ooh, dang. There's something magic. There's a ring, there is a potion, and there are two sets of armor. One of them looks to be decorated with, like, fish and shell motifs, and the other one just shines with an odd magical glow. And, Razzle, I want you to give me a history check, because this would apply to you and and, uh, your dwarven heritage. Yeah, well, I got another 18 plus 4. You can tell that this half-plate set of armor is made of mithril. Oh, boy. Which is, like, very good armor. It's, like, even for medium armor, you could tell, like, this stuff... Normally, you'd be like pretty loud if you were trying I mean, to sneak, but because Kyle, it's made Kyle, of mithril. I, I just read excerpts from The Hobbit. I know how good mithril is. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> there you go. There you go. So you notice that, but Yashi, you are looking over these things, and something catches your eye far off in one of the corners of the room. You see a square in the wall. It's like an outline of what looks like a door, and next to it, you see some kind of script glowing on the wall nearby that outline of the door. Oh, okay. I'm going to go over there and um, look at the script. So you look at the script. Randy and Razzle are still pouring through the treasure looking at things and you can see that it says what are we given when we pass? 
Oh, no. it's the riddle, the door riddle. There it is. Nailed it. I'll, I'll tell you guys that I saw that. Okay, yeah. cool. Uh, it's the riddle. Uh, cool. Sweet. Yeah, but what does it mean? <laughs> Randy, Yashi points this out to you, and you uh. see this, and finally something in your memory clicks. You remember in your training as a nowhere man, this is an old code phrase as a thief or rogue, and you know the answer to be reflections of not what we had, but who we had. Oh, okay. Boy, if only I knew how to read or write, I could just write that with my giant monkey paw on the ground. But uh, (laughs) I guess I will transform out. Time to say goodbye. (laughs) And I relay that information to you guys. Yeah, uh, you you know one of them old thief sayings. Oh, cool. So it's that. Not sure how that helps us here, but that's what the answer is. You you tell them the answer, and when you speak it out loud, Uh. Yashi, you see the door, the outline of the door, glow brighter. And it begins to part, opening, revealing a secret chamber. Oh, there's your answer. Right. Duh. <laughs> no, Sorry. So I was waiting. It's, it's been a while. <laughs> oh, cool. All right. Let's go in here, maybe. And then and I'm, I'm going to go. Did, there's not much to go into. Okay. It's a very shallow room. And inside it, on a pedestal, you see what looks like a butterfly net. What? As you get close, it glows with the same energy that your instruments glow with when you cast your magic. Okay. All right. This has got to be it. Oh, I think I found it. I pick it up and bring it out there. Nicely done. Nothing happens, right? I was about to say, like, don't touch it. Traps. Oh, no. But, yeah, it was hidden. I wonder if it's, like, anything we put in here we can just maybe take. Like, it's a shopping bag. Oh, no. I mean, all I can think of is SpongeBob, so I'm going to need some time to get that out of my brain. Yeah, but <laughs> but Oh, yeah. Um, Kyle, uh, can I cast Identify on this net? Sure. Okay. Uh, what are you? What, 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 what? Very good. So you cast Identify, and as you peer through the void of arcane knowledge, you can tell that this butterfly net is indeed made with Lyarion magic, and it is beaming with a transmutational magic. You can also glean that it is meant to catch one thing, and one thing only, a specific butterfly. Butterfly! I promise, I promise that was not, I've had this plan before, I knew about that song, I swear to God. Oh no. no, I'm not not joking on that. Shoot the skull. Yeah, Yeah, right? So we have a song already for next episode, it's great. (laughs) Yeah. Now, what this does to whatever it's supposed to catch, you're not exactly sure. It does something transmutational. What it transmutes into, that you're not able to perceive. Okay. As you wrap up your spell, Yashi, you hear a very familiar voice just booming out from the other side of the vault. It's yelling, Monoxus, today is the day the Voxmort tribe lays you to rest. And you recognize your mother's voice echo through the vault. Oh, mommy! Mommy's here. We're going to stop. Oh, jeez, Kyle. Catch y'all next time. Bye. Bye.